Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Maybe he's no Romeo. He's my loving one-man show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's hear it for the boy. I Here, love check that out I what's s- in my back. Look I just in my back. saw. I love that the onesie is hanging behind you, my, my friend. Hey, there it is. That is how we do. How you doing, everybody? I missed you. I missed you all. I missed you in the, in the Zoom chat. I missed you listening. <laughs> I missed our community. <laughs> Feel that? Yes, definitely. Missed I missed our conversations and pop culture talk. But we're back, yay. Now I heard that you it's guys had a, a your your Star Wars pilot was very well received, I heard uh, uh, on the interwebs. Oh my goodness, the messages, Instagram <laughs> DMs were such a delight the past couple of days, like so wonderful and then of course, our friends who run the Fake Doctors Real Friends Instagram found this amazing artwork, and I talked to the artist this morning. Um, he's really cool. We may work some things out. Oh, um, the drawing someone did of you and Donald? Yeah, yeah. They made that me Ahsoka your... and Donald Han, and it was so awesome. That's so cool. What? Yes, I like it's to think on my of myself as Donald Calrissian, but you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, we can we can talk. We can make adjustments. I'm sure the artist could make you Donald Calrissian if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. You could always draw me looking like Han Solo, but just put the name Calrissian on the back. Put some respect <laughs> on that name. You know what I'm saying? Throw some respect on it. I uh, I'm excited for the prospect of you guys doing this. I think that there's a, a big uh, demand out there. There are so many people like you two who could just sit and talk about Star Wars all day long. Mm-hmm. We did want to reassure uh, the fake Dr. Shield friends listeners, like this is not going to be the space where we do the Star Wars podcast. I was worried that some people might be like, oh, here it goes. Now it's all Star Wars. If you're not Star no, Wars fans, it's most definitely, you, it's most definitely not. I, I can assure you this is going to stay what this is. 
And these two might have a little side hustle. And Daniel, maybe you and I should start a little side hustle podcast. Oh, I'm yes. into that. We have to find you out. Guys what you guys should start I a podcast called "You Honor Me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I actually was falling asleep last night, and I was thinking about uh, being happy for for YouTube. Of course, a little jealous because that's my human nature. But then I was like, well, what can da- Daniel and I do? Like, where's our Venn diagram of overlapping interests? And I thought it might be like, I mean, we're not going to do this, but I thought I was thinking like we could talk about gadgets. We both love electronics and gadgets. I, I love that idea. Yeah. Like, like, you know, that guy, um, what's the name of that black guy who is like YouTube and he reviews cool gadgetry? Marcus. Oh, something? Uh, yeah. Marquise Brownlee. MKBHD. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy's awesome. Love I him. love that love guy. Him. Yeah, absolutely. and I thought you and I could just like chat about camera toys and electronics. That's I, our side I, hustle, everybody. I mean, you could help me fix my camera. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you, Donald Faison, my favorite human being? I don't know if I'm at the. Listen, man, you told me to do something, and I did it today because you know what? It's time. Did you get on the Peloton? Did you get on the Peloton? I, I Peloton today, man. I Peloton like you wouldn't believe, man. And I did it for. 20 uh, minutes, and I did Cody. Yeah. And I did his uh, black girl group ride. Oh, that sounds right up your alley. Let me just put it this way. You know what song was on there? What? Your favorite. Where my girl's at? From hey, the front to the back. Are oh, you feeling that? that? Throw it one and up. That. Repeat that. that. Trying to take my man. Yo, I don't need that. Trying to play yourself with my girl. Where my girl's at? <laughs> Put one and up. Let me feeling that. Where my girl's at? Right? He played right. that one and he finished with. This is when I was like, Cody, you read, you just made my day. But not only did he read my day, but he also turned me out, man, because I was so tired. Like, I'm in the shower, rinsing off to do the podcast and, like, standing. You remember at the end of Rocky Four after he just went through the battle with, um, with Ivan Drago? Yeah. And he's standing in the shower and he realizes, I got brain damage, called the doctor. Yeah. That's how I felt after the ride with, with Cody today. <laughs> it's only 20 I was minutes. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, you, you know, it's 20 minutes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot more difficult than a... Oh. See, yeah, I broke yeah. my toe. I'm six weeks out of uh, my, my toe break. And, um, and so I'm, I have to um, tiptoe, for lack of a better uh, term, uh, back. So I'm doing back to the basics. Um, but I encourage everyone, listen, if you're listening, I encourage you to join us on, on Healthy January. You don't have to have a Peloton bike. You don't have to. You can literally walk around your block. But I encourage you to, um, you know, join us. Get some us. movement. Get some movement because, well, I'm sure you and all did. not that way. Not that I'm way. I'm sure you all did what we did in December and just let it all go. But um, it's January now, New Year. We all, with, with all that's going on with COVID, you know, I think of uh, working out most importantly for my mental health. If you're not someone who's done a lot of cardio in your life, I'm telling you that if you do... 30 minutes of it and get your heart rate up, you feel so good. And don't be intimidated by going, oh, I don't have a fucking Peloton bike, Zach, or I don't have, I can't run. I have, you can, anyone can put on music, put on a podcast and walk. And uh, I encourage you to to join us. Right, guys? Absolutely. So the last song that uh, uh, he played was... uh... I need love, love. 
Don't come easy. No, that one? You can't hurry, love. No, you just have to wait. She said, love, don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. You can't hurry, love. No, you just have to wait. Dude. Great. Story. That was the that was the outro. Yeah. Why can't? What is the reason? I, you just made me realize. What is the reason in the in the lyricist's mind that you can't hurry, love? Why do you have to wait? Because it doesn't come easy. It's a game of give and take. So if you're not ready to play the game of love, you know you got to wait, dude. But you what happens when you're in love and you're excited and you don't? You just want to sprint towards it with your arms open. You don't want to wait. Okay, there's two things you don't play. You don't play. I don't love like this you, song. There's two things. You, listen, I understand, but there's two things in life you don't play. You don't play love, and you don't play boxing. Okay, those are two things you do not play. Period. You don't waste somebody's time, and you don't get your ass kicked for being a dumbass by playing boxing. Don't play boxing, y'all. Some people learn the hard way. You don't play just because you in a boxing class learning how to do all of that. Tie bullshit and all that stuff don't mean you're gonna kick somebody's ass, man. Don't play right. boxing. That shit right, is real guys. life. A fight <laughs> is a fight is a fight. Anyway, so and you don't and you don't play that game, don't play with love. It's man. funny, I've I've heard that song a zillion times, but I'm just analyzing the lyrics. You can't hurry a love, you just have to wait. Love don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. Is that the mm -hmm. lyric? Yeah, well, mm -hmm. so look, if somebody if you love somebody, right. Go ahead. And you want to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. You can't just say, let's take it to the next level. It has to gradually get there on its own. Meaning you can't know, rush man. it. I just feel like if love is happening with both people, it's Then let happening. it happen. It's then you got to let it. Then you have to let it happen. But why am I taking? I mean, just why, when you're, especially in the new love, I just want to give. I don't want to, I don't want to, now, I don't want to modulate I my love. I, I want to take a lot of love too. When I'm when I'm first in love, not only do I want to give love, but I want to take love too. Shit, right. that shit is good. Right. Love is good when you receive it. Yeah, mm. Mm. it's good to give, but it's good to. Oh my god! Speaking snuggles, of snuggles, kisses. Joelle, how is the dating thing going? We we, we really now that it's a new year, we Joelle. Ball. We dropped a ball, yeah. Joelle. I feel like New Year, New You. Uh, uh huh. Sure. And if uh, listeners will recall that you said you were open to finding love. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to know where that was at. If, if there's anything Donald and I can do to set in motion, you finding mm. true love. Uh, I'm moving. And so <laughs> I feel like Zach, you're such like a, a true, like, I don't like this phrase hopeless romantic. Cause I feel like that's not accurate. Um, but you just want like everyone to be in love. You love love. And I, I love love. I love that about you, man. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, I have I to get love. out of this living room and into right. my house. Well, when's that happening? You, 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 and you, your, you and your brother found a new spot, oh, right? You know, it's a townhouse, yes, and it's three stories, and I have a balcony, and it's so pretty. And uh, you're going to so get a puppy, apparently? Oh, we are getting a freaking puppy. I don't Yay. care who I have to bribe or, like... <laughs> I don't know. I'll pray to different gods, like whatever we need to do. Uh, we're gonna get well, a I tell you, you know, I, I always I uh, I follow the LaBelle Foundation, which is a rescue organization where we rescued Billy yes. from. And I'm always DMing Joelle pictures of cute puppies. And they make me and, cry. And so Joelle's cute. like, 
Well, amongst my other friends too, I do that too. They're like, "Yeah, Zach, we follow LaBelle Foundation. We get it." But I'm, but I'm still like, I don't care. Look at this one. Zoom in, zoom in on the eyes. <laughs> They're all beautiful, um, and I can't wait to give one a home. We move in two weeks over the three day uh, weekend. Oh, I think I see some boxes actually in the background yes, of your Zoom. All of everything so is in boxes in different states. Yes, having a room is going to be just the best. So once I have like my own bedroom. Uh, then we can, we can reassess like, the dating situation. <laughs> I feel oh, Joel, like... you're you're you 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 don't you you and your brother are sharing a one bedroom right now. We have a two bedroom apartment. I uh, fell on some really hard times and needed a place to live like a year and a half ago. And so my brother and his best friend Andrew, like they were like, we opened the house to you, and so I've been sleeping on their couch for like a year and a half. But now oh you guys God. are getting, but Joelle, now you guys are getting a such, house. You've had such a delicious turnaround. If it's you fell on hard journey. times and had to sleep on a couch, now you have all these exciting things happening with your career, mm-hmm. and I'm just so excited for you. I think 2021. Well, first of all, you have. Jo- first of all, you have. In my in my opinion, right, you have. One of the best Star Wars podcasts in the history of Star Wars People podcasts. Don't even know. Like straight up. Know. Like straight up. Like straight up, dude. Like straight up. That <laughs> shit was so Joel, it was so much fun. It, it was, was so much fun. And it was so much fun to re-listen to it also. I'm gonna be honest with you. And then it was also so much fun to hear the response from all the fans out there talking it. about talking about you and I and our chemistry together. That yeah. felt so good. It because did. I know your passion for the movie and you know my passion for the movies yes. and genre I think and we everything were both like nervous. that. We didn't talk about it, but I was really nervous about putting it out. I was like hemming and hawing and we had talked about putting it out on Christmas and then I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I was just so bleh. and then we finally released it and yeah, to get like such a positive response from everybody. Um, well, I just want to say yeah. I, I, I I didn't know that you uh, fell on hard times um, a year and a half ago, and yeah. I am so thrilled for you that uh, in this awful time for the earth, you are 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 catching your stride, and you're you've got a lot of cool projects going on, and you just you're you're so talented, and people love you. They oh. our fans are crazy about you. And so when you when you did that one little host thing, there were so many comments about like, oh my god, Joel needs her own show. Oh my god, Joel needs this. <laughs> so I just think the sky's the limit for you this year, Joel. I think you're going to accomplish Agreed. so many things, and I know you're also a writer, and and you aspire to uh, to do lots of different forms yes. of writing. And I, I hope that all of that happens for you this year. Oh, it's gonna, you know, I've, that's what the energy is all behind, and I feel like. I feel like I do want to like date casually, but I feel like I don't want to waste in pandemic. It feels weird to just be like, yeah, I don't foresee this going anywhere. I'm just trying to like meet and talk to people. And it's, but it's fun like when you're casual, single to have a crush. Like you can just be, you can just have a fun person to DM. Maybe I'll look for, I'll look for someone like that. From a married man. I love my wife and I know she loves me and we have a wonderful thing going, but casual dating sounds like so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to live vicariously through Joelle, though. No, it's taken. Mm-hmm. No, it's taken. So if that's what you're going to do, you need to you need to definitely take notes. Will you and... remind our, our advertisers, Joelle, or Will, or somebody that we want yeah. a dating app to sponsor us? Because I have lots of ideas for dating app segments called Joelle Finds True Love. That's the, that's the rough title. Mm-hmm. I really do want to report No, the rough title. The title should dates. be. The title should be. Sorry, Joelle, to cut you off. But no. the title should be. Joelle found a house. Now she's ready to mingle. No, yeah. that's, that's, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. That can be like the tagline. That's like the tagline. Um, wow. um, 
we just finished Jingle Jingle. Now it's time for Joelle to mingle. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? But we can get Charlie Puth to write a little theme song for for the segment. Please get Charlie Puth to write a theme song about me trying to find love. We will. more than anything. Listen, Charlie, Charlie and I... Charlie and I, uh, we text, and he's very happy the theme song is so well received. So oh, I think if yeah. I go to him and say, look, I know that you're uh, you're on Fuego, but I need a little jingle for Joelle's jingle jingle. Oh, my God. I would die. That would be amazing. It would be, some, it would be, something, it would be something special to hear we Charlie should... Puth do something like, you know, you made it through, <laughs> and you finished your hustle. Call Joelle up. She just wants to tussle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's funny. I like that. That's I funny. We could, Donald and I could riff all day on Joelle uh, dating segment <laughs> theme song. No, it's a casual dating segment. They can't catch feelings. It's a casual dating That's segment. That's bullshit. If one person, anybody who goes on a date with Joelle is going to catch feelings. Oh, well, then they're going to have to worry. They're going to have to worry about that because my girl's not ready to do that yet. You know I'm what I'm really saying? I appreciate both of you being very auntie right now. I also feel like, like no, Joelle, like... one thing about being fluid, that's the correct mm-hmm. way to phrase it, Yeah, is that you got you get to throw a wider uh, net. That is the bonus of bisexuality. It's yeah. just all over. <laughs> yes. By the way, I feel like that could be one of Charlie's lyrics. This bonus of bisexuality. <laughs> I catch a, I throw a wide net. Oh, God. Word. Um, That's great. Oh, man. I don't care if it's a penis or vagina. <laughs> well, I don't know what rhymes with vagina. What rhymes with vagina, Donald? All I know is when we do it, I'm getting behind her. <laughs> no, it doesn't too work. Too much. Too much. Wow. Vagina's a too hard much. word to rhyme. Too much. Try rhyming too much. vagina, oh. listener. It's hard. <laughs> That's Lant Ray, man. I'm just trying to get off. Kinda. No. <laughs> you guys. Oh, oh I got it. And got that's it. why I'm going to get Marinja. What's no. Marinja? No. <laughs> it's made of a. Marina. <laughs> When I put my face in, I'm going to grinder. Yeah, grinder's good. Or um, if you're trying to get laid, if you're trying to get laid, then I am trying to find you. (laughs) Okay. Pick me up on that grinder. I don't fuck with any of that shit like grinder, (laughs) but I like penis and also vagina. (laughs) Vagina. And penis, I mean this. <laughs> penis might be easier to rhyme. We might have to end it with that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said he's got stories that we all should know. Donald, you did the you did the perfect thing, you know, and 
there's always um when there's an improv group, there's always the um the guy in the improv comedy theater that's job is to to know when to do the blackout on the improv segment. I mean, like you guys, you guys just stop now. You went out on a laugh, blackout. And Donald, you five, six, seven dated the right blackout moment. There was no that, more of there that try to rhyme penis and vagina segment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So his story, guys, it's uh, Donald's turn to narrate Scrubs. It was. Can I just say one thing yeah. really quick? Yeah. We talked about this weekend and, you know, we haven't seen each other. I want to highlight something that's really been awesome to me. I know last week I talked about, uh, or last uh, episode I talked about uh, uh, Gravitrax. This week, now I've, I've, been, I've been going to this place for a long time, but it's so delicious. And I know of it because Trevor Ferris and his wife, Kelly Ferris, uh, his wife and my wife are very friendly. And he once did a, uh, like a pizza night at a friend of ours house where he came and he made pizza for all of us. And it was delicious. And he has this place. And I'm sure if you live in California, you've heard of it. It's called Hank's Bagels. It is so good. If you are a bagel eater and you love to eat bagels. Yes, go on. Hank's Bagels is a spot. It's usually sold out. Is, the spot in Burbank. Is it a chain? Or no, it's just in Burbank. It's just in Burbank. Oh, so if there's, you're, saying, if you're, in, the, if you're in the SoCal up, area. Yeah, there's a spot opening up in Studio City that uh, January 19th. Or, or you can go to hanksbagels.com. When I tell you these bagels are delicious, I want him to do a pizza bagel. That's how good the pizza was. If you can imagine how good, you know, I don't how important crust is to pizza, Yes. And he made pizza for us and it was like it was like the type of where you were just like devouring it. Think now, about it how it's like you're implying that it was better than Florence's pizzas that she made for you which were No disrespect pizza. to your girlfriend. No, I just I'm starting to infer that you're saying it <laughs> no was better than No disrespect Florence's. to your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I love Florence and I love her I love her pizza. This dude's a professional chef. He's, you know, yeah. he's been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. And when I tell you, if you haven't tried Hank's bagels yet, Zach, all right, I promise you, I will buy. I will get. I Are will go and I will buy I'm it for you. Are you saying it because I'm Jewish? <laughs> well, that's part of it. Part of it's like you haven't tried Hank's bagels yet. Really? Well, I haven't, but I will. Listen, that's like um, my grandmother when I was a kid, and I would be at the house, and she'd be like, "You want bread with the with the food?" And I'd be like, "No, I'm good, Grandma." And she'd be like, "You don't want no bread with that." <laughs> like it just couldn't. I didn't understand it. That's how I am with you with bagels, man. I just don't yeah. understand it. How are you not eating bagels? Well, I don't eat much gluten. I try not to eat gluten, and um, I I don't have celiac or anything. I just feel better all around when I don't have gluten in my body. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. I thought I had celiac because I have really bad acid reflux. Right. And I once read a thing on celiac, and I was like, Oh, I've had that. Oh, I have that. Oh, I have that. I was convinced I had it. I got tested. I don't have it. But I did notice that when I don't eat gluten, I feel better. Of course, I cheat like hell because I'll just like say I'll, I'll suffer the acid reflux because that pizza looks so good or that bagel mm -hmm. looks so good. But I will um, get you. I will buy it for you as a matter okay. of fact. You won't have to buy it. I will All go right. and buy you a baker's dozen. Do they are delicious. By they the way, I delicious. got your, your Christmas uh, present is belated, but I have to tell you it's pretty dope. And the one the one only – hint i'm going to give you is that the reason it's late is because i bought it on StockX. oh i think i you know what StockX is donald yeah i know what StockX is all right so just 
only hint you're going to get is StockX, it has to first go to get verified before it comes to you. So it's currently being <clears throat> verified for its authenticity. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I love wait. giving presents. I mm. love it. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I love giving wait. presents. You're you know what's crazy, it. though, is that you got, to, you got it off of StockX and stuff. So now these sneakers that you bought me are going to immediately go right to the closet and just sit there for the rest of their lives. No, you're going to rock them. First of all, you don't know their sneakers. StockX verifies other things. What else is StockX verified? They don't everything. Verify. No, they verify they, everything. They, they got everything. Video, yo, they got the Millennium Falcon on there. I mean, I'm sure if they're a collectible. <laughs> By the way, I bought I bought these I bought these off white Nike off whites, and I didn't get them off StockX. And they I like Nike off whites. They're like deconstructed. They're super dope. And my girlfriend was cracking up. She's like, "There's first of all, those are fugly. Second of all, there's no way they're real. Look at them. That thing's coming off, and that." And I was like. This was pre-pandemic, and I was like, and I and in New York, we live near um, uh, Flight Club, uh, the sneaker shop, and I was like, she's like, I want to go with you when you bring them in to see if they're real because I'm gonna laugh so hard if you paid all that money for those and they're fake, and um, I didn't ever go in because I was worried. I I was, was scared. I, I, I was scared. I had been duped. But yeah, you know, it's funny because off whites, the whole thing of this style of off white was uh, Nikes were like meant to be deconstructed looking. Yes. They were meant to look a little. Yes. And so she was laughing, and I'm like, "A, I can't believe you bought those for that much money. B, I, please let's go to Flight Club because I think they have to be fake." <laughs> Which ones so, were they? Can I ask? Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know the name of them, but they were like they're they were like um, I forgot the exact one, but they were the mega deconstructed one. Prestos, maybe. Yes, the- Nike Prestos. Mm-hmm. I bet those are the ones that also look the most. And they have an orange. The, they, the, like... the, the, the swoosh was orange, mm-hmm. and the sneaker, the lace, the red were tag. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. they're dope. They're very dope. They're something anyway, like the point shoes. is, Donald, I didn't want to put you through that, so I went through StockX. I appreciate your. I appreciate your uh, due diligence. And By the way, it's your... really hard to tell fakes. They've gotten so good at these fakes. So why does it matter if it's fake or real? Then. That's a very good question, Donald. Question. That's a very mm. good question. But it, that's, a that's, a, that's a very good question. I think it's just that if you're going to spend a lot of money on a limited edition thing, you want it to be the real thing. But what but, if you didn't spend a lot of money and it looks like the well, that's thing? fine? Yeah, I totally. I mean, I, I mean, I, that's like whether you want to support. Uh, I mean, who cares? Yeah, go ahead, for, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go let's keep it. Let's just keep it one hundred with everybody. You know, sneakers don't cost a lot of money to make. But they're sold at such a high price. You know what I mean? They cost uh, less than dollars to make. Some no sneakers. one is. Ex- hey, listen, if you buy fake sneakers, no one is fucking examining your sneakers. I just hope for you and for fake for shoes, that fake you're not sneakers. Off. I don't give a fuck if you buy fake shoes, fake sneakers. If it keeps your feet warm or it keeps your feet protected, good for you, man. I'm glad you got right. shoes. Right. I don't. On your feet. I don't give a fuck if you like found found fakes on purpose and they're cheap i don't i could give two shits i'm saying if you're like me and you're the idiot who actually spent a lot of money on them you would hope that they were the real deal right these right. sneakers that would piss i mean that these would things piss i got me off. for you these things that may or not be sneakers that i got for you and i spent a lot of money on them i want the guy at StockX to be like oh shit these are dope and they're real you got me the motherfucking Can't. lebron big apples didn't you that's you not got it. me to LeBron. You got me to Space Jams. You got me to Space Jams. I'm not going to ruin it. Do you want me to ruin it? I no, was hoping you would it. unbox on don't the podcast it. live when they arrive. When they arrive, I will unbox. On okay, podcast. we'll do a live yeah. unboxing on the podcast. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority. Therapy, personally for me, has helped me a lot focus on my goals. And you've heard me talk about the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and, and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Real Friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Real Friends. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional dancer Cheryl Burke has been part of Dancing with the Stars since the very beginning. 26 seasons of the Samba, the Rumba and the Cha-Cha. 24 partners, 6 finals and 2 Mirabal trophies. She knows all the secrets, the behind-the-scenes arguments and the affairs, the flings, the flirting and the fighting. It's time to tell all on her new podcast, Sex, Lies and Spray Tans. We'll take you all the way back to season 1 and up through today... For the dance floor drama like you wouldn't believe. Former partners, co-stars, friends and frenemies will join Cheryl each week. Listen to Sex, Lies and Spray Tans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, are you ready for your recap? Wait, let me get the timer out for Graph Guy. One second. I haven't seen an update on the graph in some time. Joelle, check in on the graph. And go. 
Oh, snap. Your man got the VO for this episode. Turk's all in his head about his upcoming nuptials. JD needs a break from it all. Elliot misses Sean so much it hurts sometimes. And Cox is looking for an ally in an ongoing battle with the evil Dr. Kelso. Just when you think you know someone is usually when they give you cause to cast doubt. That's not always a bad thing. Sometimes that good thing you need from a friend is just a simple shift in perspective. That being said, do you really want to always know what to expect from someone? Seems a bit boring. Well, I, good work. I don't, I want to know that, first of all, Elliot's a hoe. No. No. Uh, it, Elliot, it's a I bad think, friend, think, at the very least. I think, <laughs> no, I think, first I think, of all, no, hold come on. on. I think, hold on. I think, Joelle right agrees. There, I think right <laughs> then and there, Elliot realized she wants to be with JD for the rest of her life, but it's not time yet. And that's why when Sean comes, she's so easily able to Bruh, jump back. She into... literally finishes having sex with him. Yep. And then her yep. boyfriend literally walks yep. in the door and yep. then he swoops her up bridal style and she shrugs <laughs> at the guy that she already had. Like, it's not like, Oh, we're just gonna sleep yeah. her like we're but we, we they weren't even like sex buddies. They were like in an actual relationship. Well, first of all, remind remember she's together. Joelle, she's cheating on him. She's cheating on her boyfriend with her old boyfriend. Joelle's right. The my the boy. semen on the sheets isn't even dry yet. It is not. Oh, oh my god. Because <laughs> you know they didn't use no condoms. <laughs> they definitely didn't use a condom. Oh, no. They definitely didn't use a condom. <laughs> and then Joelle's right. Sean shows up. And it's not, she doesn't even give JD a face like, oh my God, holy shit, JD. She, she's in his arms smiling and waving as he carries her away. That's no so shame. fucked up. <laughs> hold on, hold on. First of all, there's a lot of things that are fucked up with this situation. First of all, you knocked and then you opened the door. Nobody said come in, first of all, Sean. Nobody said come in. One, two, how did you know to find her at freaking JD's house, huh? Right, right. She's not at the, she's not at home. She must be at JD's. What about the motherfucking hospital, Sean? Mm. Also, some bullshit happened there. That was some bullshit. Also, was, first whole, of all, Elliot is about whole situation to go, was bullshit. Elliot in in maybe even in the car is going to have sex with Sean. I mean, they were about they were he, you know she hasn't. Seen he him said, in a "Yo, while. my God, you switched to front seats." Yeah, which means he's already was taken off her shirt. Maybe they're going to fuck in the hallway. This has oh. to be a fantasy of JD's. This is going to cut to a fantasy of JD's next no, episode. No, this is real, bro. This is real. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm feel not, like listen. I listen. I don't. You can be one. Can be as promiscuous as you want to be. Uh, that's your right. Uh, if you're going to have two different peeps in you in one day, or as many as you want, I just think it's See, pretty fucked up that she a cheats on her boyfriend. Then um, she knows that JD has feelings for her. Then when Sean shows up, she's like, peace, later. I, I, I think that JD knows it too, deep down inside at this point. Well, as a, as, a, as a, okay, how about this? Hindsight being 2020 and knowing how the whole thing ends, this is a pivotal point in their relationship. This is the point I feel like Elliot knows, okay, Sean's my boyfriend and I enjoy spending time with him. But this guy does a little bit more for me than any man will. And this, I'm this, going to spend the rest of my life with him. But not right now. It's too soon. Or, or 
I'm having so much fun. It's fucking Scott Foley. Look how hot he is. Um, don't worry, JD. I'm going to settle down with you. I know you love me more than any woman in the world. But in the meantime, Scott Foley wants to fuck me in the hallway. <laughs> she already gave you some. He's getting sloppy seconds. Oh, man. What if he goes down on her and, like, semen no. just falls out on his face no. and it's mine? Best day ever. <laughs> this is this is... This is this is what I dream about happening. Is that on too much? Shows. I don't know. We might have to cut that. I, I dream. I, I dream that this happens on television shows just so I could be like, best day ever, best day ever. Oh my! I'm you sorry. You can't beat. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. You can't beat that visual ever. Yeah, ever. I'm sorry, um, ever. America. America. Rest of Earth. I'm sorry, but it did cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second you think jd is that insensitive also you think jd was like i'm gonna put a baby in her too not only no not i only imagine <laughs> my, in my imagination they probably didn't use protection and jd i'm sure probably pulled out he wasn't trying he's a doctor he's intelligent he's not trying to. so therefore your your little statement about semen falling on his face well what if there's a world where he knows she's on the pill they're former lovers uh it the, in the heat of the moment it just happens and there's, you know, as as they just had sex, and all of a sudden oh the door God, knocks. If Sean starts going down on her in the hallway, there could be a little splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, do we have to cut this? You no. No. <laughs> this. no. It's rated explicit for a reason. All right, yeah. we're explicit. They come for this. Let's be real. Listen, if you're in your minivan, if you're in your minivan and the kids are in the back seat, I'm sorry. Sorry. Just you have a lot them. of terms to explain. Yes. <laughs> but we warned you not to listen in the minivan with the kids in the back seat. So, dude, you just get you just called it a splash zone. <laughs> I was laughing. My, I was um, I was working out, listening to our podcast, the one that came out today, uh, to listen back to see if I had any notes, and I'm just cracking up. And Florence is like. It was kind of embarrassing because Florence was like, what are you listening to? And I had to be like, my podcast. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there in the gym doing like crunches, cracking up at us. <laughs> at least we find it funny. <laughs> right. Well, look, if we don't laugh, shit, right. what are we doing? What it's are we funny doing? To, it's funny to us. All right. So give me – all right. Now listen. I have a lot to say on this episode. It's, yeah. It, some, your, your, your performance is great. You did a very funny job. And it, and I think it's a very funny episode, and you're particularly funny in it. Um, there are a couple of weird-ass things. Now, one thing I remember trivia-wise is I had just gotten back from Sundance and sold uh, Garden State and had a huge, momentous, career, life-changing moment. Bill, who was always um, worried that my head was going to get too big, um, decided that the very first scene that I would be shooting would be in full clown makeup getting sprayed with a seltzer bottle. <laughs> It was, it's actually really funny though, man. No, it's uh, funny, but I remember he even joked about it openly. He's like, oh yeah, how was Sundance? I heard it went really well. Okay, first scene up, you're in a clown suit and Janitor spraying you with seltzer. <laughs> Humble pie. Take but um, no, so it's great. Now, you had said in, in the last podcast, Donald, that you thought I didn't appreciate um, a nice big booty. And there's this and random there moment and that opens up the show that JD sees a woman with giant breasts. He appreciates them. She turns around. She's got what I, what 45-year-old me would tell you right now is a deliciously juicy booty. 
And for some reason, JD reacts like you. And then we're supposed to believe like, first of all, we're supposed to believe he would find that woman unattractive in any way. And B, what was ew about her having a juicy booty? I didn't understand it. It doesn't ever come back. There's nothing ew. Sorry, let me just finish the thought. I assumed that what was going to happen, and maybe it was cut, was that then we'd be in your head, you'd see the exact same woman, and you'd be like, damn. Then you only comment. You only comment on Elliot's butt, which was weird. Like what? Turk's never seen Elliot's ass before. No, it's just that Turk thinks about that. I think Turk thinks about that shit all the time. Though is the thing. I think if anything, I think this is where I remember you not liking big booties from. Then maybe I evolved because there's nothing wrong with that young lady's backside. There's nothing. I don't understand. I don't understand the point of the joke. Yeah, because it doesn't even have a payoff. No. Like the when when I saw it, I went, okay, they're gonna make a black guy, white guy appreciation of butts thing. And then it would cut to Turk having the VO, see the same woman and be like, oh! and that never happened. I don't know if that was edited out or something, but it didn't have a it didn't have a yin to its yang. You know what I mean? Well well, I'm glad that didn't happen, first of all, because that stereotype no longer holds up. I think everybody appreciates a nice big butt nowadays. Yes. But the stereotype used to be that African-American males appreciated a large booty more than Caucasian males. Yeah, we were just ahead, we were just ahead of the game. You were ahead game. of your head of the game before, before y'all got up. Well, that young woman was stunning, and every, every aspect of her was stunning. I laughed Absolutely. out loud when I fell on all the files that I dropped. Right. Well, that was a, that was a very good uh, setup. It was a very... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It was telegraphed, and you yes. saw it coming. Yes. But well done. Well, Thank you. very it well done. It made me think about, you know, in 2004 when this was made, that things were still that paper-based. You know, now all that's computerized, right. I imagine, you, I think. I would hope so, right? Maybe like not. Would... I don't even know. I remember, I mean, but I imagine. But I remember thinking, like, Imagine dropping all those files and all that being fucked up, and then he fucking falls on it. That was funny. Very, it was very funny. I don't think that joke holds up as far as the technology, but as far as hmm. well executed and uh, the the droppage of the paper, and yeah. it's like classic. It's like a number one joke telling. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Just- there's. You know what I mean? It's it's good jokes. You well, know, by the way, we just, just we just I slipped. First of all, the sound effect of the slip was funny, and then crash, and then I just get right back up like nothing happened. I leave like a hundred and whatever five hundred files on the ground that are right. like people's private documents. Right, all of their all of the, right, 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 right. <laughs> all of your patient doctor confidentiality, whatever whatever it is, right. out the window. Now, was this Lonnie's first appearance as my intern? I don't know. I know he. It's his. It's not his first appearance on the show because he's in the pilot. Yes. For those of you who don't recall that bit of trivia, um, um, Mike Hobart, um, who is the little brother of um, Tim Hobart, one of our great writers, um, played the pizza delivery guy in the MRI machine or CAT scan machine, whatever it was, uh, in the pilot. Mm-hmm. When 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 Turk jokingly says, "I love you," and. Um, and now he's back. Now, do you think that that pizza delivery guy went to? No, he couldn't have gone to med school that quickly because <laughs> it's only been be two years. Three years later, it'd only be three. Years so it's later. one of those experiences of uh, of um, of a of unless an actor. he was already in school and that's true. That's true, Donald. I like I like that explanation better. Lonnie 
is um is Lonnie was paying for med school delivering pizzas and um and 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 now he's JD's intern. But this is the first time he is he yeah, appears this, as this is the first time he's Lonnie the intern. Okay. Uh let's talk about Carla not being funny. This is something that Judy would talk about all the time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Judy wanted more comedy, and Bill was always like, "No, you're like the heart of the show. You're like the you really." She's everyone, and she was like, "Fuck that shit! I want jokes." Right. <laughs> so he gave her a joke, and then made it so that she wasn't funny. He gave her a joke, and the joke was that she wasn't funny. <laughs> it's so fucked up. That's like Machiavellian shit. Like, okay, you can joke. You know what your joke is? Your joke you're is not- that you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. Really? What about what about JD? I mean, in what world would JD have the balls, audacity, disrespect to, to be smack? trying to get trying to get it was I think it was a goldfish <laughs> trying to get it in Laverne's cleavage? Like, yeah. in what world is that happening? <laughs> but that fantasy where she tackles me is hilarious. She gets up on the, God. They would make a Loma do some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she, she does a she Randy Macho Man Savage elbow drops you. I know. I mean, off, she had a good like, stunt. Top rope type Don't stuff. get me wrong. Aloma had a good stunt double, but they, but, but they, but Aloma was game to do like the okay, Aloma, you're gonna get up and jump on these mats. She was down All to right, do it. Right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh man, you know this episode when this this whole episode reminded me when I was a kid. I was like, I want this to be like the corn pops commercial for me. Because those commercials were always really dope. It was awesome that you did the voiceover for the show and everything. But I didn't want to sound like you. You know what I mean? More than anything, what I wanted to do was I want to make it sound different. I want it to be if I were, you know, on the show. And the one thing that I grew up loving, and I think maybe that's why my voice is so energetic when I'm doing the voiceover and stuff. And I always wanted to be in it. And none of my... I never got to be in it, but all of my friends, like Dulé was in one, a, a young lady by the name of Chinana from my neighborhood was in one, but the Corn Pops commercials, man. Are you talking about gotta have my pops? I gotta have my pops. Dude, I wanted to be in one of those commercials so bad, right? Yeah. And so when this came about, I was like, yo, this is my gotta have my pops moment. And right. so that's how I, well, I, like that's how you did. I looked you, at it. You, you were very funny and you didn't, you definitely did put your own spin on it. You didn't, you know, you, you didn't do like the, oh, I'm just going to do JD's version of it. I thought you you made it your own. Yeah, I tried to. Now, all of a sudden there's a mailbox in the middle of the parking lot, which which is like the weirdest, like <laughs> why not put the mailbox in a place that we have not established as, I mean, that's basically a parking spot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you finally do mail the invitations to the end, it wobbles. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you pick up the It references in this episode? No, I because I hadn't seen It at the time. No, I I'm had, saying I, now. I I didn't even. I've never seen It, even the 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 latest incarnation. But well, there's there's both clowns. There's both clowns oh, wow. and Judy hiding in the mailbox, a la the sewer thing. Well, that reference does remind me of It. That did remind me of It. And the clowns. I didn't put the clown. I didn't either. Scrubs wiki. Yeah. Wow. Good job. Good job, Trevor. So someone, this is written by Mark Stegman, uh, a a very funny man. And uh, somewhere, I mean, I'm assuming it might just be a coincidence, but I'm, 
it might be something people read it. Speaking of reading it, I want to just digress for one moment because remember last week we were talking about Wish I Was Here. And I think because we talked about Wish I Was Here, a lot of people uh, finally watched it. It's on Netflix if you weren't one of those people. But um, a woman wrote a comment uh, that really moved me, and I want to read it to you guys because it's a, it's, it's a perfect example of you as an artist, you put something out there and then uh, people experience it in completely unique ways. And you and I, were, I was saying to you on, on the podcast that aired today um, that there was no love story. And this woman on my Instagram wrote, wish I was here was 100% a love story. Love for his art, love for himself, love for his dad, redefining the relationship with his wife, redefining self-respect, his wife redefining her own self-respect, love for his kids. Every single relationship and character is exploring what it means to have love. Mm. Oh. Wow. And I was like, that made my day. She watched your movie better than you watched your own no, movie. No, well, she saw, she, <laughs> she saw something that I didn't. Now, of course, I read that and I go, yes, you're right, of course. And I did comment. I said, well said. That, that's amazing. But my point is, is that there's that's just so cool to me that I put that out there. I say something like, well, there's no love story. And someone who the film meant a lot to is like, oh, I disagree. It is about love. It's not. It may not be about romantic love, but it's about love. Anyway, I wanted to share that because um, you, you listening may not think that um, – we see the nice uh, things you say and the, and the mean things you say, and we don't occasionally. Some weeks I don't read any of it, but some weeks I do read it, and I love that, and it meant a lot to me. You know, I always see the mean shit. The nice shit always, for some reason, just goes over my head. Well, you it's probably like... do what a lot of people in the public eye <laughs> do. You just scroll for the mean thing. Like, where, where's the motherfucker that hates me? What I used to do is... And then I uh, stew over it. And I'm what like, I, fuck what him, I, man. I should write something back to that motherfucker. No, what you do is you scroll through nice things to find one mean thing. And then you click on that guy's link and just, like, look at him. And then I want to... I size him up. All of that shit's in there. <laughs> it's like, I, I wonder if I could beat this motherfucker. Sarah Silverman posted this thing. Uh, I, I mean, you cannot believe the shit this guy was writing on her Instagram. She screenshot it. If, you, if you're listening, go to Sarah Silverman's Instagram page if you want. It would be, you know, from, you know, roughly the beginning of the year. And this guy wrote the most graphic, horrific fucking shit to her. And then, so she, like, like a lot of people, was curious. She clicked on his thing, and his thing is like, Dad, Christianity, like, <laughs> like, 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 believe, believe in, you know, set your goals, and you can achieve your dreams. <laughs> oh, my God. But the shit he wrote to her was like, I, yeah. I, I won't even say what he wrote to her. It's so bad. I'm just going to say some of the most uh, vile and inhumane people out there hide behind religion as their freaking why they're a good person. But then when they step out, say some of the most evil things you could ever say yeah. and then say, but I'm a Christian. Yeah. That shit is, oh my God. It doesn't make me upset because, you know, to each your own, you are who you are and you do what you do, whatever, whatever. But I always find that really interesting. You know, yeah. Take the, take the Proverbs quote out of your bio if you're a fucking asshole. Right. Like, come on, man. Because like generally, like, Okay, so let's say you're not a religious person, et cetera, et cetera. But if you listen and, and you were to read, you know, the Bible or you were to read the Quran or you were to read the Torah, uh, the Torah, the message that's given is a positive message. 
And so it's like, well, why not? Why wouldn't you want to live that way? Why didn't, wouldn't you want to be a happy person and treat people with kindness and be of love? And you know what I mean? And, 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 and believe in a higher purpose and power. So the people that believe that and then walk out into the street and say some of the things that they say about yeah. other people in their religion and right. other people and their, you know, beliefs and other people. It's just like, oh, my God, how can you freaking then go back home and say all praises due to uh, Allah or praise be to Jesus or you know what I mean? Well, I heard Garcetti uh, say on the news this weekend that in Los Angeles, every six seconds, someone new gets COVID-19. So not only that, one in five people tested has COVID-19 in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's a scary thought. There are, five know, people, there are more than five people living in my household. And I had to explain to my kids, no, 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 no. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean, you know, every five people in America has COVID. It means if you're tested, most likely every five people in it. The statistics say that every five, one in five people has it. So, I can't believe they're still shooting things. I mean, uh, the the industry would the industry oh. would say, you know, we test every morning. People are in face and shields, and we we don't want to shut down this economy. Um, I don't see how we can go back to work. I don't. Well, do they shut SAG and and the other unions shut down commercial production, um, but film production, TV production is still happening i mean i feel like it, it it's un, un, unsustainable they we'll see we'll see what happens when tests I mean, start we're at a point back. where you should just not even be i mean unless you're going to the grocery yeah. store yeah yeah you shouldn't be around anyone you're absolutely but just, right but it's just it's, amazing we're, we're, we're at that you, point are again. you surprised that film production is still yeah. going yeah, no, I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily want to comment on that, but I do want to comment on the fact that- Why? Are well, you worried someone's going to hire you? Like, oh, you know what? Donald talks shit. I don't no, want I'm Donald. Already, Get Dulé Hill. No, Dulé Hill I'm, never I'm, talks shit. Well, no. If Dulé gets a job over me, so be it, man. Dulé is- I love Dulé, and he deserves all Some director was like, you know, I was about to hire Donald for this giant do job I'm doing, and he was talking shit about why film production is still happening in LA, so I hired Dulé. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Dulé. You're welcome. You're welcome, Dulé. Uh, no, but, but, but um, yeah, I just I don't see how it's possible. I don't think I think once they start doing the testing and stuff again, and and crew members and stuff are starting to come back positive, because that's what's going to happen when they start testing is when you will know again if the if the industry will open up when the first time they go test and ten people from the cast are asymptomatic or 10 people from the crew or whatever it is are asymptomatic and have tested positive, that's when they'll be like, oh shit, uh, we need to, cause that's what's happening right now. At least that's what the news is saying. And you're right, you know, I'm, I'm taking it from the news and you know, Denzel says it best, if you don't read the news, you're not informed. And if you watch the news or read the news, you're misinformed. So, you know, I don't know what the exact number is, but uh well we do know that Garcetti our mayor did say that every 6 seconds in Los Angeles someone's getting covid. I I I'm just saying no. Who you know there are That's like some zombie I, apocalypse numbers. Dude it is speaking of zombie that's what Kobe was talking about today. Kobe was like, "Dude, if the zombie apocalypse happened right now, America's done for, man." 
All these other places might do better than we are because we fucking keep fucking up. All we do is just go. We just keep fucking up, <laughs> If man. there's a zombie apocalypse, we wouldn't stay in and or away from the zombies. It would, We'd it would walk right to them like, like two what's seconds. Up? Don't y'all want to <laughs> make some money with us? I know. This is our test. This is our zombie apocalypse test, and we've really failed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to, speaking of zombie apocalypse, I want to give a shout out to two podcasts. Now, you should never listen to another podcast before you listen to this one. <laughs> Agreed. But um, Flo and I took a, a road trip and um, up to the North Bay and binged two podcasts that were amazing. One is called Chameleon, um, the Hollywood Con Queen, which is a true story of a, uh, a, a woman who is conning film production people uh, and making them fly to Indonesia and taking their money. But it's fascinating. And then the other one we binged uh, for the road trip, if you're, if you're going on a long, long road trip, or even, by the way, since I was trying to inspire everyone to exercise, podcasts, again, after you've listened to this one, are great for uh, just getting on the treadmill or walking around your neighborhood or whatever. The other one we binged was um, oh, called Dirty John, oh, um, yeah. which is now, I believe, a TV show, which we're going to watch. But um, this was the uh, LA Times reporting on uh, – on this guy and I don't want to ruin anything, but both of those are, are as binge worthy as your favorite TV show. Donald, I laugh out loud when Carla's in the mailbox and she starts pulling you in and you did your Donald Faison scream. <laughs> I think this is where the Donald Faison scream came from. I think no, this is where that I Donald scream that I first saw it on Clueless when you're in the, when you're in the Jeep. No, in the Jeep, I go, ah, I scream like a, I scream like a, I don't scream with the high pitch. I don't oh. do that scream. Oh, I well, think this is the first time. Anyway, I'm... it's hilarious. There's something so funny about you doing that face and screaming. It makes me laugh. It was funny. And the I, I don't think Judy was really in the mailbox when we're doing that. So I'm pretending that I'm being grabbed by someone. Right. It would have been a lot funnier if you ask me if I could, if there was a hand that pulled out when I pulled away that came out and then pulled me back in. But right. you know. Not so much. Well, the mailbox was. I mean, I don't know why, who. I really don't remember this director, um, but I don't. I don't agree with his choice of just putting a mailbox randomly in a parking lot. That everyone who knows the show knows. I mean, there, there was no mailbox there. It was recently added. Okay, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we have lots more to talk about, and we have a beautiful fan who better be in a onesie because the guy last week really Uh-oh. set the bar high wearing his onesie. All right, we'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. 
it's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional dancer Cheryl Burke has been part of Dancing with the Stars since the very beginning. 26 seasons of the Samba, the Rumba, and the Cha-Cha. 24 partners, 6 finals, and 2 Mirabal trophies. She knows all the secrets, the behind-the-scenes arguments, and the affairs, the flings, the flirting, and the fighting. It's time to tell all on her new podcast, Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. We'll take you all the way back to Season 1 and up through today for the dance floor drama like you wouldn't believe. Former partners, co-stars, friends, and frenemies will join Cheryl each week. Listen to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, good people. This is Laia. Now, for years, we have celebrated Women's History Month at QLS with a month of very special programming. This year, we have three Grammy Award-winning ladies, Brittany Howard, Corinne Bailey Ray, and Lettucey. All three of these artists make music and write songs that fit many genres, and each will be discussing new songs and albums. We also have the incomparable, incredible queen of dance, Fatima Robinson, who has won NAACP Image Awards, choreographed the Oscars, the Grammys, your favorite Gap ad, and Super Bowls. You know her from her work with Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, and of course, Aaliyah, and most recently, The Color Purple. Celebrate Women's History with us at Questlove Supreme every week in March. Listen to QLS on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back! We're back! Gargle, 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 gargle. I don't know in light of today's conversation if we should do the gurgle joke, but okay. That should have well, yeah, like, Sean's going to be gurgling. Gurgle. That's what, gurgle, gurgle, yeah. gurgle. Oh, what Sean's, is that? Sean's going to be like, gurgle, gurgle. Elliot, what is that? All right, that's too much. That's fucking gross. It's so gross. All right, gurgle, gurgle. Listen, have you ever not laughed when you say the word pianist? I'm 45 years old and I still giggle at the word pianist. Everybody <laughs>, laughs at that. It's hard. To I say, laughed at you trying to. Do, I laughed at JD jumping Jones Creek. That was hilarious. Th- th- that was really funny. How much? How far did you make it? Well, I'm not exactly sure in terms of feet and inches, but let's just say halfway. <laughs> First of all, jumping Jones Creek. This is the weirdest storyline for JD. He has some free time. Okay, this is the, this is, this is JD's storyline. He was, thought he was going to be working with Dr. Cox on a, on a project, on a paper. He's relieved of his duties because Lonnie takes over. So he has enough free time that he's hanging out with teenagers and on a bike or a skateboard. I no, a bike, a bike, a bike. And he, it's like the Simpsons when he jumps the canyon. JD's going to jump Jones Creek. That's yeah. He, and the kids are all amping him up and calling him a wimp. Right, so he first he stops by the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he's got his helmet on, he's got yeah. his pads on, right. and then um, and then he and then he only makes it halfway over the creek. <laughs> right, it's so stupid. It's like a, it's so, it's like a cartoon. 
It is a cartoon. This anyway, is what I'm talking about. This was a time. This was at the time where the show really started to become like a cartoon, where it was like, dude, we are, we're starting to say things and do things that don't. I that think don't end of make- end of season three. I think they were like, how far can we can we push the wackiness and the stoner yeah. craziness? Yeah. To the point where we eventually get to you as a goat, goat Turk, goat Turk. <laughs> but that's My not. Bad. Season- <laughs> I don't know what season that was, but that's one of the Carrie Russell episodes. Yeah. Um. All right. Stay away from my woman, Goat Turk. My bad. My bad. <laughs> all right. Uh, Elliot is shocked that Mrs. Dawson is hot with an unattractive husband. That's pretty judgmental of her. Why? I mean, what the fuck? Ah, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I think nowadays it's, you know, this has been something that's always been an issue for, I guess, uh, people. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> you know? people like like when you really think about it because you're shocked you're shocked it is it is shocking because you you know in the words of woody allen the heart wants what the heart wants you know what i mean yeah well he said that after he fell in love with his stepdaughter but yeah i get what you mean but you know exactly what i'm talking about who a person falls in love with is who a person falls in love with and it is nobody's well you're right let's hold on unless it breaks laws unless it breaks laws and breaks you know what i mean and 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 causes harm to people you know, who I love is who I love, dude. I, but people do when there's a very hot person, whether it's the man or the woman, and the uh, you know, it's not just that; it's other things too. It's races. It's freaking. It's there. This list. This. 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 No, but let's just focus on the thing that Scrubs is talking about, which it's is, no. But I'm saying it's nobody's you have business. This bombshell of a woman, and then her sort of short, nerdy, heavyweight. You know, not you know, traditionally universally attractive husband walks in and Elliot is shocked. Yeah. That's the plot point. That's the plot point. That doesn't make sense to me nowadays. Uh, Maybe it did back then. And I forget that it did back then, but nowadays it's like, yo, you, you know, when, first of all, when you marry somebody, they don't look like they look, you know, 10 years later, you know, I don't, I don't know how you could use this as a, as a form of comedy, I, do I you get think people some... could do this joke. Now you were talking about last time about punching down and and all yeah. that stuff. I wonder if a, a a a comedy would do this joke today. Well, what do you guys it, think? Where, where, where is, is it, fun- the, where the is it is, funny though? But where I is mean, it funny? Is where every... is the joke? Well, the joke is the joke of the show, which leads to her saying, "What's your secret?" and she and she gives her the plot the, the plot device of. Oh, I just want someone. I don't care. You know, all I care about is that I found the guy who's there whenever I need him and I love him. Blah, 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 blah. But I wonder in today's climate, if you would do a, a story that's that at the heart of it was, um, wow, it's shocking how unattractive her partner is. I mean, probably no. not a full story, but if you think about every adult animated cartoon, is that plot line essentially? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And Marge and Family Guy. Freaking Family Guy. <laughs> yep. Even I mean, Bob's Burgers has it a little yeah. bit. Sometimes, although Linda's much more of a down-to-earth mom than most of the other cartoon moms. But it's uh, but it's like yeah. that with all of them. You could go back from I Dream of Jeannie to freaking. Uh, well, no, those know, weren't those weren't bewitched. Those weren't. I mean, I guess you could say that the the traditional. Dude, this, s- these are guys sitcom, that uh, King of Queens. When you yeah. look at it, dating way out of your league. Every in every sitcom, it's like that though. The dad is dating is is somehow 
way out of his league, whether it right. be I know, and not, and not only children, and not, hold up yeah. and not only and not only uh, physically physical attributes, but mental attributes also. But yet, you know, I think it, you guys are missing a, my my point. My, th- those are just examples of like, of course, they put the schlubby guy with the hot wife. Right. I, my right. point is, uh, in in today's climate, where people are are, are being more sensitive to people's feelings and and quote unquote punching down if you if that's the right term would you would you do a joke that's about like oh my god i can't believe how ugly her husband is i mean i, I don't know i just i, mean, I, I just i don't think so yeah i, don't I, don't, I just so. don't I think mean, that joke i don't think that joke is funny anymore I, don't. I think it's humor at the expense of someone else in a in with a you know a situation that is out of their control you know right because like it's it's clear it's clear that brad pitt didn't do it for the young lady. We made it an hour and a half without. We made it an hour without you bringing up Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, I just know you love him. I do, but I feel like you have. You, you, I feel like my crush is rubbing off on you. No, I still love Leo. <laughs> I still love Leo. All right. Um, should we? Is the guest? I still L L. Let's invite the guest in. All right. Let's welcome them to our to our humble Say hi Zoom to call. Santana Gully. Oh, who Santana is- Gully. <laughs> Is there a Santana Gully in the house? Gully! Yeah. Our our son Santana does teletherapy, so his name is like saved in there forever. So, (laughs) who is it then? Courtney and Keisha Gully. Courtney Courtney and Keisha Keisha Gully! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, Everything everyone's favorite every guest's favorite part of the of being on the show is is getting their Oprah voice from Donald. So we don't we don't wanna we wanna make sure you get it right. I hear everybody else's, you know, introductions. I hear you guys doing the random names. Yeah. I'm waiting for the random Courtney, but I guess Courtney isn't random enough yet. Courtney, let's shout out Courtney, y'all. Shout out to all the Courtney's. And Courtney's one of those Courtney. names. Courtney's one of those names you can have both for men and females, male and female. So to, to Courtney's of all genders. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Hi, guys. What's going on? Get to What's see happening, you guys? guys? Welcome to the show. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you calling from? All right, up to be on here. Uh, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Phoenix, oh, yeah. Arizona, with the baby in the back. I need you to save oh my, my God, life you right now. <laughs> Fix my life right now. Come get these kids, because they bad. Ain't nobody coming to get your kids. They're your kids, not mine. I got kids already. I ain't coming to get your kids. Oh, that is oh my God, what a beautiful oh. baby. Hello. Beautiful. Who's this that? Sebastian. Sebastian. Sebastian, the baby. Say what's up. Say hi. What's up, Sebastian? Say hi. You have beautiful hair, Sebastian. Sebastian has, <laughs> Sebastian has beautiful hair. What a handsome. No, we appreciate you guys having us. This is uh, this is awesome. It's pretty surreal. Well, I know. I'm actually the Scrubs fan in the house. Like, we are both the Scrubs fans in the house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm the I'm the bigger, better one, but you know, I'll put well, it on. I'll we, put it on. It. It. we appreciate you. Um, all right, guys. Um, do you have a question after all this fun introduction? Yes, we do. So, like I said, I'm trying to put us on. <laughs> and I already, like, do the blogging thing and kind of, like, social media stuff. So I keep telling him, like, I won't ever in life say this ever again. But he's kind of funny. 
He's mm-hmm. kind of a funny guy. Explain funny, because, you know, break that down real quick. <laughs> sometimes he says funny things like, ha ha. Oh. <laughs> and so I'm telling him, I said, we could do something together. Think, we could work together. She thinks I'm funny now. She thought we was fun, funny when we met, and now she don't think I'm funny ever. She's just doing this now. <laughs> I'm telling him we could do some work together, a podcast something. And he just won't let me have my dream. He won't. He won't work with me. And we met through work. So I don't know why he won't work with me anymore. So wait, what's your question? Is that is this fix your oh, life? I know. Can you give me some advice? How can I get this man? Oh, we got to fix your life already. Okay. okay. All right. Let's start yeah. with fix your life. Hold on. We need our fix yeah. your life music. It's time to fix your life. All right. You're at the right place, guys, because uh, we can tell you uh, how to work together. You okay, want to work together. Simple. And uh, it's very easy. You need to have someone who's going to take care of those children for you while you take an hour and a half. Do you have someone who can help out? Nope. I mean, okay. we could work it out. Or you could do it while they're sleeping. Yes. There we go. If I okay. was you guys, I would. Just, it's very easy to just rehearse. I mean, just do it. Put your phone on on a record and sit down and have a conversation. Give yourself a couple prompts. Like right. things that you guys oh both find funny. Do you know what we, I mean? We, we find a lot of the same stuff funny. We do. So if you said, all right, we're going to talk about these 10 areas that, that make us both laugh and then just okay. start talking. You don't have to, if you, I mean, uh, this is in the example of collaborating for a podcast. You don't have to worry about uh, if it's all good because you can edit it down. But if you guys, if you have areas, like the perfect example is Joel and Donald have an area that they find interesting, Star Wars. They can go off and talk about Star Wars for hours and hours and hours. Now, if you and your husband have like, oh my God, we find these subjects funny and this makes us laugh. And we have a unique perspective because we're parents. We can talk about it from a parenting point of view. We can talk about it from a Phoenix point of view. You know, all the other aspects of your life. And then just riff, just talk like you do and crack each other up. And then, of course, you'll want to go back and edit out the slow parts or edit out the stuff that wasn't funny. But bam, there's your first episode. Exactly. Awesome. See? See? <laughs> Joelle, you're a, you're a producer. Give them more advice. Uh, yes. As you guys uh, work together, don't be afraid if your first pilot is not great. Uh, Donald yeah. and I recorded two or three pilots before we got it right. I feel like there's... Uh, not everybody has the fortune of having the Zach and Donald like banter back and forth. That's very yeah. Yeah. And easy to follow. So instead of trying to make it perfect from the get, I would say make it something that you enjoy doing and coming back to because a lot of people are like, oh, podcasts, it's easy. It's not easy. It's, it's right. actual work, nope. especially by the time you're in the 50th or 60th episode and you're like, gosh, we talk about the same stuff today. So make it something that you guys enjoy doing. And I think you're fortunate that it's a couple, like you guys are a couple and you get to like set aside time and you can make it a, a fun thing instead of something that's a chore. And then it'll be something you enjoy doing for like a long time, hopefully. Yeah. And it's a great yes. way. I, I I love that you guys want to do it. It's a great way to uh, communicate also and talk about and talk about things that you wouldn't necessarily talk about uh, when the microphone isn't recording you. You know, yeah. um, uh, there's there's something really freeing and uh, liberating about being behind a microphone and talking to your best friend and uh, and, uh, you know, expressing yourself. And you wind up saying things that you necessarily wouldn't say because, one, you're showing off for the audience, one, even though you mean it, you're and, right. and two, you have a platform to say it now. And so uh, there's an escape. And that's kind of what's happened. This. 
like listening to your show, there'll be times with sitting back and like he'll start cracking up at something you guys have said. And I'm just like, e- I don't think that was really funny. He's like, because you didn't get it, because this is what happens. And so we. <laughs> but that's good, by the way. I always find, you know, when we when we have fuck ups here or or we're talking about the behind the scenes stuff, we we for the most part, keep it in because people, I think, find that interesting. If I was if I was producing a podcast with a funny couple, like I can already tell you guys are, I, and then you and then shit got serious and it, and it got into a like a real heart to heart about something in your life, I would yes. I would lean in. I'd be more interested. There's yeah. a great there's a great podcast. Actually, it was the podcast that started. It was the inspiration for the show I did, Alex Inc. And um, the um, Alex, um, uh, who was the star of his the podcast, first season of of Startup, he would record like his real conversations with his wife when when shit was heated. And and she knew mm. obviously and wasn't doing it so, right. you know, secretly, but but when they would get into it, he'd be like, "Babe, this is sorry, this is part of the podcast. I gotta record." And she would she was begrudgingly she'd be like, "All right, well then let's have it out." And it was fascinating. It was really good. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that. So I can uh, I now that you've co-signed on it, I'm sure he'll be on board because that's right. what we're doing. Well, we can't wait to listen. <laughs> Courtney, do you have a question for us? Because I know you were on Kid Patrol. Do you have a question for us? Uh, what did you ask already? About the uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Dentana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're switching. Oh, I wanted to hear that. That would have been. Well, you, you're going to listen to it back. Yeah, yeah no, I got to listen to it back. I, did, I wanted to hear that. Um, so we were also discussing if you guys had the chance to be on a reality show together, like. Oh. Which reality Ooh. show? Would amazing you Race. We Donald it would have would, to be Amazing Race. It'd be yeah. Amazing Race. That would be a good one. Amazing Race because Donald will be good with the athletic aspects. I'd be no, very, not now. Not right I'd now. I'd be good man. with the planning. You'd have to listen to me, Shun. You'd. I'd be like, we're catching that bus. Run, run, run. Like I'd be good with the planning. <laughs> you too, if you're counting on me for athletics right now, oh buddy. No, you'd be yeah, good when you, when you have to. Confident. The thing that would get us both would be the puzzles. I and if you ever watch Amazing Race, but all of a sudden they're like, solve this puzzle to win the next thing, and then I can never solve the puzzle. I'm like, oh, I'd be I'd be last in that puzzle. What other reality yeah. show have we gone? I, I would love to be like on Real World. You real would world. fucking win you know Dancing what? with the I Stars. Would be, he would, I would win. I would be Real no. World too. Or uh, like Donald uh, would win or something like that. Donald no, would no, win no. Dancing with the Stars. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, yo my my the the ultimate the ultimate one Dancing with the Stars already. There is no need for another black man to ever be on Dancing with the Stars after Alfonso Ribeiro has shut yeah. it down. It is shut down. It is a wrap for anyone else. Listen, I don't care who you are. If you were on a sitcom ever in the history of sitcoms and you are African-American, there is no need to go on Dancing with the Stars anymore. Alfonso shut it down that is for true. us that all. Is true. That is I'm a just fact. saying, for all I, of us. I'm just that saying. I know you. I know you don't want to go on Dancing with the Stars, but of course, you know his question is, which show would you go on? And I well, what feel. About the, uh, what about the Masked Dancer? That new one? Where no, I wouldn't go on Masked Dancer or Masked Singer either, man. If I had to do a reality show, it would be one of those ones like. You could win Masked the- Singer too, Donald. You could win Masked Singer too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Donald, I haven't seen the masked dancer. How do they dance with their masks on? I, I don't I know either, either. I just know it's popular. I've been seeing very popular. It's like the same kind of concept with masks. These are reality shows, though. These That's are game true. shows. That's true. That's you know, we should go on. Game you know, show competition. We should go on. Like we should go on. Family Feud. 
Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> that would be hilarious. You, like if it was for hilarious. charity, if it was for charity and like our cast gets back together and we do like family feud, that'd be oh so Oh my nice. god, that. that would be so dope. Us us first the office. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Or us, my us versus Malcolm in the middle. I us love versus Oh my god. gosh. Do you remember Richard Dawson with Richard Dawson would kiss every woman? Do you remember that? Not back anymore. In the day? Not in the COVID time. No, not no more. No, but do you not remember anymore. the old school family feud? Like like three hosts ago, when we were growing up, it was Richard Dawson. If you guys can look on YouTube, just put in Richard Dawson, family feud, creepy kissing. And every woman would get like a sensual kiss, sometimes on the lips. It's yeah, so weird. no, I would. I'm we're watching like old school prices, right? And Bob Barker is doing the same thing. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, Yo, Bob Richard Barker Dawson. Was, can you name that movie? Can you name that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Yes, Richard Dawson was in? Um, running, running, running man, running man. That's yeah. right. Where he I'll goes, be back. he's the I'll, one he I'll, says, "I'll be back." Oh, to he no, he said, he said, Arnold said to him, "I'll be back." And Richard Dawson looks at him and goes, "Only in a rerun, pal. Only in a rerun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard Dawson was great in that movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he Only was the bad rerun. guy in it. Only in a rerun, pal. That's right. Yeah. I do remember that. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European Political Systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional dancer Cheryl Burke has been part of Dancing with the Stars since the very beginning. 26 seasons of the Samba, the Rumba and the Cha-Cha. 24 partners, 6 finals and 2 Mirabal trophies. She knows all the secrets, the behind-the-scenes arguments and the affairs, the flings, the flirting and the fighting. It's time to tell all on her new podcast, Sex, Lies and Spray Tans. We'll take you all the way back to season 1 and up through today for the dance floor drama like you wouldn't believe. Former partners, co-stars, friends, and frenemies will join Cheryl each week. Listen to Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, good people. This is Laia. Now, for years, we have celebrated Women's History Month at QLS with a month of very special programming. 
This year, we have three Grammy Award-winning ladies, Brittany Howard, Corinne Bailey Ray, and Lettucey. All three of these artists make music and write songs that fit many genres, and each will be discussing new songs and albums. We also have the incomparable, incredible queen of dance, Fatima Robinson, who has won NAACP Image Awards, choreographed the Oscars, the Grammys, your favorite Gap ad, and Super Bowls. You know her from her work with Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, and of course, Aaliyah, and most recently, The Color Purple. Celebrate Women's History with us at Questlove Supreme every week in March. Listen to QLS on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, what we've learned today on the show is that Donald should go on Mass Singer and win. Yes. No, 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 no. All right, guys. Thank you. Did you should plug her thing at all? No, plug it. Plug it. Do your plug. She's done a good job. She's advocating for our son. Our son is autistic. Um, Uh So I do a lot of um, the blogging and influencing stuff I do is about, you know, the black experience with autism because our experience is a tad bit different than everybody else's. We have a Mm. couple of extra things um, with our children. Can you explain? uh, Wait, we want to plug your blog about it, but can you explain in layman's terms to people who know nothing about it, including myself, how is the black experience different um, with autism? Um, With autism, like especially when it comes to the things you hear in the news, when um, black people don't just have to worry or teach our children about um, the special needs. We also have to worry about how they interact with the police because my child... um, he has sensory processing disorder as well. So there are a lot of sensory issues and things that he might not um, respond to very well. And I don't feel like white parents really have to worry about these things because you see it in the news. Remember when um, the um, guy in Florida got shot and he was the behavioral therapist for the kid and all he had was like a train in his hand. Um, our son recently was called a racial slur at therapy. Um, and it's like, see, on top of him being at therapy, now he's getting bullied because of his race. And that's not something that other people have to worry about. And some of the resources that are available for other people, um, people feel like these resources, um, when you use them, it makes you kind of less than. And that's not always the case. So what's an example? I, what an example of some of the resources that people think they, that- like, especially for people with special needs. Um, like I recently did a um, video for the city of Mesa here. The city of Mesa is actually the country's first autism certified city. Um, so that means that everybody has training on how to de-escalate situations, including the um, police department. So if you tell the police department, "Hey, my child is autistic," they don't come in guns blazing. They come in knowing what they're dealing with and their first priority is to de-escalate the situation. So we recently did um, some stuff with Mason. We went out and we tried out different things so they could, so I can see firsthand. I know you said it's a autism certified city, but like, you know, I wanted to know what that meant exactly. What does that mean for me and my family? So they give you like sensory guides. So I know that if my kid has a uh, sensitivity to loud noises, then this might not be the best fit for him. Or 
Yeah. So, so you're um, saying the community is sort of a a, a a laboratory in a sense where they're saying, yes. so there's signage like, uh, I'm just making yes. it up like this, this experience is, it could be, could be triggering for an autistic yes. child. I see. That's, that's fascinating. Yes. Um, yeah. The president and the CEO of this, of the Visit Mesa is what it's called. He kind of reached out to me via Instagram and he was like, I see what you're doing over here. I want you to come and just try out all, everything we have here because we're, we are an autistic certified city. So when you come and check into the hotel, if you tell them that you have a child with special needs, they're going to make sure to accommodate you to make sure that they are accommodating to make sure that they speak certain language so that you can understand. If they see my child being loud, they're not just going to assume I'm being a bad parent or something like that. They know that they're extra. Um, there's something extra going on there. Mm. Mm. But yeah, now what's the, what's the blog? There, what's the what's blog? The blog? Um, so people could find out more about this. Is this. very interesting. I'm sure our, our listeners yeah, would seriously. like to. Um, it's called the Keisha project.com. And my name is spelled K I S H A. And I'm also I S H A. Yeah, yeah. What's your Instagram handle? Panama Kish. And that's uh, Panama and then K-I-S-H. Yes. All right. Look, so, my uh, husband plugged me. Yes. Well, you're doing, a, you're, right. I think it's a great cause. No, I'm just trying to make the world a better place for our child and everybody else's children too. Well, thank you uh, for what you're doing. And, um, and your children are both uh, beautiful and have the most beautiful smiles. And your husband and you seem like you have a very good relationship. I would listen to the podcast and you guys talking. Thank you. But now that we know the thing about the autism, I would I would also say, you know, you can have the that be a part of the of your podcast where you guys, you know, you talk about, you know, your 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 own personalities and you're funny and you and you have your banter, but then you have serious chats about what it's like to be parents of an autistic child. I mean, there's so many parents I think that would listen to that right. and 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 get related to that. Especially when he's out flying all day long, so mm. you know. He's Her husband's flying. a pilot. Oh, your husband's a oh, pilot. Oh, my husband's a pilot. So I'm well, you guys just like you guys leave a <laughs> lot of information out when you <laughs> came on. Yeah, we so got your husband's a pilot. Yeah, yeah, that's how we met. I was a flight attendant and he's a pilot. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So it was a cliche uh get together, but it lasted. I love how Keisha Keisha um it's called burying the lead when you when you leave the headline for the last <laughs> thing. She's like, Oh, and, and also um my my husband's a fighter jet pilot and uh <laughs> Oh, did I my, mention my, that I'm the mayor of Mesa? <laughs> <laughs> well anyway, thank you guys thank you. so much. Uh, fly safe. Thank you, and for, thank you for coming on. Nice meeting you. Well, be happy. So Take care, y'all. Take care. Be well. Bye bye. That was lovely. That was very sweet. Yeah. Can we talk about Mickhead once again with the timing coming in? <laughs> yeah. With Mick the Head's timing. Mickhead's back. Not only is he back, he comes through with the joke. Yo, you hitting that? With the whole, without having to say that. Yeah, and then Kelso now it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelso's yeah, yeah. trying to have everyone in the hospital think he's having an affair with Bellamy, right? Which is a conversation we didn't talk about. Doctor Cox sees that Kelso is trying to rope in this new uh, doctor in the hospital to the dark side, mm. and he tries to intervene. And at the end of the day, she's like, "No, wait, hold up. You, I, I get it." Yeah, he's a bad man, but if it benefits me in any way, you best believe I'm taking a ride with the bad man. Cox has met his match. Yeah. And Bellamy Young. Yeah. 
And Cox, um, and she's beautiful too. Hold I, up, actually, I honestly forgot if they get together or not. Do they? No, they do. They do not. He's in, he's married to Jordan and everything like that. On oh the show. yeah, but I forgot. But I, if, I forgot if there was ever like a they have no, a falling out. No, 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 no. Uh, Krista uh, was not going to allow uh, Bill to write that Johnny no, C no, would no, ever no. choose another woman over Doctor Cox. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> over, over Jordan. No, no, no. The, can we talk about how? Uh, Beautiful Bellamy Young is? Yeah, she's a knockout. She really Holy is. Holy cow. She really is. And she's a great actress, and she's funny, and she's she's the whole well, package. Well, we all know she's a great actress. She was on Scandal for so long. I mean, right. doesn't she become president of the United States on Scandal at some point? I don't Something like Scandal. that, right? Melly certainly does. Oh, yeah. I love her as well. Joelle, are so you, uh, you must be very into Shondaland. Are you watching the, yes. the, the British one, um, whatever it's called? Oh, I binged it, Yeah. It's uh, a journey. <laughs> it's really intense. Is it like um, a soap opera? It's like, a, or is it, or is yeah? It's it's basically like your standard like it's called corset novel romance thing. What really stunned me though, the wigs and the costumes are like out of the park good. They're sensational. I could watch just the gowns coming and going, and that could what? be the show, and it would be yeah. wonderful. What I about? Actually, go ahead. Go ahead. What about? Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No, you go. What ahead. about? What about Christopher? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. What about this one, Christopher? Okay. What about? No, you go. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that for a half hour. Oh Y'all are goofballs. What about when she goes, Christopher, and then Turk turns around and goes, Christopher, you only call me Christopher when you're mad or when we're having sex. Baby, are you mad when we're having sex? <laughs> she goes, a little. So, yeah, or she goes, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, That's real is... talk, though. Because you know, listen, man. Listen, man. I, my, my wife loves me, and I know she loves me. And I know there are times where we're having sex, and she's so pissed off that she's having sex at that moment in time where she's like, this motherfucker made me do this. Right. But, then, <laughs> but don't you have the skills to, to bring her around, turn her around? I don't think any man does. I, I'm no. going to be honest with you. I don't I think, think any. I don't listen. You. That's a fantasy. That's bullshit. I disagree with you, homeboy. I, I feel think, like I think I if either like, partner, if I either feel partners, like we are men are the weak ones when it comes to sex. We're the ones that has to freaking. If anything changes in a situation, the man will be like. At least in my situation, I can't speak for everybody. I'll speak for me. Let me take this back. I'll speak for me. I could be like, baby, let's have sex. And she's like, no, I don't want to. I'll be like, come on. And she'll be like, fine, let's have it. And we'll have sex. And she'll be like, all right, you done? Good, fine. She could be like, you want to have sex? And I'll be like, no, I don't want to have sex. And she'll be like, really? And I'll be like, no, I don't want to have sex. And then halfway through, I'll be like, I'm so glad we're having sex. This is the best thing ever. This was the best thing ever. Thank you. Has it ever happened? I didn't know, I didn't know this was what I wanted. This is what I wanted. And I should have known. Has it ever she'll happened? Be, has it ever right. happened that Casey's wanted sex and you've not wanted sex? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. I had to think about it. I had to think about it. There have been times where I've played. Years, and how many years have you been together? How many years have you been together? How many years have you been together? Uh, shit. 11, 13, 14, something like that. A lot of, a long time. We've been together for a really long time. 11 uh, or 14. Somewhere in between 11 and somewhere 14. Somewhere in between. Something like that. Something like that. We were together six years before we got married. Right. Well, I think you met 
You and started flirting at my 30th birthday party. That's when we started flirting. And which would be 15 years now. ago. And you're 46 now, so yeah. No, I'm 45, motherfucker. You'll be 46 this year in a couple of months. In a couple of months. I made them as a clown. I made them. Uh, the only thing JD could make uh, in terms of balloon animals was eels. He made balloon <laughs> eels. Ah. Um, ah! I, I also laughed out loud when JD is trying to tell the family that their grandfather died in clown makeup. And all of a sudden his bow ties just start Start spinning. spinning. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. I laughed at that too. I'd like to finish the episode, Donald, by talking about something controversial. I have never seen Judge Dredd. Okay. Any of the versions? No version have I ever seen. Do I need to? I mean, they're fun. They're fun movies. Why not? I'm going to say no. Because I just don't. I just don't think Zach's going to like them. Well, of course he's not going to like them. (laughs) Why would you suggest he watch them? He's saying for like the nostalgia campy factor. Like, if you want to laugh at like, you want to see Stallone with his really blue eyes. In uh, so the, the premise is that he doesn't. There's no time for a judge and jury anymore. The cop decides yeah. your sentence on the spot. He is yeah. the law. Well, Zach, here's a, a very brief hif- history. Judge Dredd was a satirical comic written in Britain about the United States police and and somewhat about their police officers too. So it's like it's a really wonderful satire about like what if you lived in a police state. But oftentimes when it gets um, retold or reinterpreted, the satire part floats out the window and they take it very seriously and he's viewed as a hero. And so those movies are like very comedic because you're like, we've missed the entire point of the comic book, which was trying to make a point about. So it feels like somebody should remake it with. with, um, with They did. They they did remake it. They did. Did they take the satire? The same shit again. It's the same movie again. The same movie. I would say they even went further. Who was Judge Dredd? Uh, really, a really good actor. Uh, the dude from uh, right now. yeah, the dude from uh, Lord of the Rings and all of those other things. He's on uh, the Boys right now, the lead on the Boys. Oh, should I watch the Boys? Oh, I hear the Boys. I've never good. watched it. I hear. Well, it's I keep good. hearing it's Carl good. Urban. Carl Urban. That's Carl right. Urban. Yes. That's his Donald, name. The Boys is good. Donald, you would love the Boys. It's about superheroes. Yeah. So wait, it sounds like Damien Lindelof, with his skills for doing the Watchmen, should take on Judge Dredd. I would watch Ooh. a Lindelof Judge Dredd. Absolutely. That's a great idea, dude. Yeah. Nice. By the way, nice. Joelle, did you see that I um, tweeted at you a gif of the, <laughs> that that very handsome man? What's his I name? I did. What's his name? He's Boom. Dr. Manhattan in the series. It's Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Oh, yeah. He's uh, the person who so plays it. Joelle was like, someone carry me off to bed. I'm exhausted. And I sent her the gif of him. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, but they cropped off where his blue penis would be. There so. was no blue peen in it, <laughs> yeah. which was, you know, I appreciated. Oh man! I have a question. When you're in nice. the makeup, when you're in the makeup trailer, and they're doing your whole body and mm-hmm. turning it blue, and they're like, "All right, um, now it's time for your penis." Do you yeah. think they're like, "All right, man, why don't you do your penis?" Or, or someone there's, down there? There's no, there's no way that that's his penis. That shit is CG, dude. No, I think he's fully makeuped up. Blue with. That's have the, you seen it, Donald? Because oh, you probably didn't watch. It looks watch, very but. accurate. Is it? Is it like ginormously big? It's a very nice penis. It's large. I mean, he's a shower, but like, yeah, he's a shower. Like, it's not. <laughs> it's not monstrous. It's not like comically no, it's, large. It's not it's like, like a. It's, it's a. It, it's not like 
distracting. And um, I guess it is distracting to some people. You guys are talking about it. This shit has to be distracting. Why did if, you not if, watch Watchmen? I can't believe please. it. You haven't That's watched Watchmen? I watched, a, I watched the first episode and I was really into it. And then I something happened and I stopped watching it. I haven't watched the into rest it. of it. Dude, Give you know, Regina you know, King I don't her watch, You know I don't watch anything. I watched Watchmen twice. Also, by the way, for the record, Ooh. I've now seen Soul, which I enjoy. Honest. But, but, but hmm. aside from that, Watchmen... Donald, if you don't you if gotta you watch, watch Watchmen. one thing we recommend, watch Watchmen. It's so good. Oh, All right, guys, that's un- got to be the show. Yeah, let's, let's that is the show. That is it's a, a long one. It's a long one. We couldn't stop talking. <gasps> sorry. Sorry about anything we're sorry for. Um, we love you guys. <laughs> we're, um, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday with a new show. And uh, what else, Donald? Tell people you love them. Oh, well, I do love you. You know, I do love you all. I love you tremendously. And, um, you know, there are a lot of distractions out there right now and a lot of things out there to make you angry and make you unhappy. With that, I just say this. Say hi, baby. Aww. Say hi, baby. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Wilder says hi. Wilder, can you sing the theme song? Say, 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 don't worry about a thing. Everything going to be all right. Say that. Say, don't worry. Don't worry, anything is going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Say, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Right. On that note, we can't top that, everybody. Five, six, seven, eight. stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who loved to hate I said, here's a stories that you all should know This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10... We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast. This season will be even more revealing and more personal with more entrepreneurs, more live events, 
and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Encore Jane about creating a billion-dollar startup. Walter Isaacson about the geniuses who changed the world. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.